Hey, Peppin. Yo, yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, dancing babies. Dancing babies? Do they dance? Well, it's like a cartoon one and it dances. You remember that? Old, old meme. Maybe the first meme ever. Think well, yeah, the first like internet meme, but uh, that that's uh, another story. But yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, baby's kind of weird though. I think honestly that memes are progressing. Internet memes are progressing in in their intricacies and like in. I think they've outraced humans in intelligence. Well, like memes are people. No, more like memes are four dimensional. What? Four dimensional? What? <laughs> what? Oh, Nathan, <laughs> we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going, Pepin? Yo, yo, I'm here in my room and you're not in my room or in my bed, so it's terrible. Well, maybe we'll fix that soon. For now, we're recording remotely, but that will not stop us from having a very good conversation about memes, one of Nathan's favorite topics of all time. Memes are great. I mean, there's so many memes out there, and I'm a meme in myself. You are. You're a, you're a Nathan Pepin meme, and I hope you never stop replicating. I created the meme of the center block, which is indicative, or which is represented in one of our logos, because the center block is real. It, it is real, and there's a great story behind it. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to the Virginity Stories with Matt Drew outstanding outstanding episode with that said nate talk to me let's talk surface level here about memes can you define memes in general and then what makes an internet meme different but the same as a meme in general so there's a few different like levels of analysis because for me meme is like a meme is a unit of cultural replication which is just to say that there's some sort of information, and that information is replicating through people. And it, it, it's borrowed from genetics. So there's a guy named Richard Jockins, famous evolutionary biologist, and he wrote a book called The Selfish Gene. And in that book, he proposed a theory of memes. And it was more just to explain how natural selection could occur with things other than, say, biological entities. It could occur with memes and he gave an example of like say at a school they teach a certain basket weaving kind of uh, technique and that meme propagates throughout the school so there's a unit it's the meme which is the basket weaving and that propagates from person to person so it's self-replicating and that it it's carried by people it's kind of like a virus in that way it's it's people carry it and they pass it on from person to person and that's how memes replicate and memes also mutate as well and in context to the internet, it's kind of the same thing, but memes kind of make for a different, memes are kind of like a slightly different meaning. So like on the internet, a meme is some sort of funny, interesting, 
weird, often image, but it, it could be text. Just any sort of thing which replicates on its own and evolves over time. And it, it tends to be funny, but it doesn't have to be. It's, it's just more like a... It's some sort of internet buzz kind of... How do, you, how, do you, how do you describe it exactly, like internet meme? Yeah, I mean, uh, typically internet memes are, are jokes. I mean, I think that's like the 99% of them. Um, but uh, so what does it take for something to be a meme? Like if you're saying it, it, it self-replicates and it's passed from person to person. So if uh, I if you and I have an inside joke that we both say once, like um, like... I like geese. Is that a meme? At what point does it become a meme? So it becomes a meme so long as it continues to replicate. And the replication is not, it's when it arises. So the replication is when someone says the meme. So every time we say, I like geese, it is kind of like replicating the meme and it's continuing. And then it also kind of has a specific context, maybe. Maybe we have a certain context where we say, I like geese. You know, just set them on sucker, but then we start using it in more complicated uh, manners. So it can involve in those contexts, and I, it it's, can expand in its replication. So let's say that uh, you just me and you start saying I like geese, and it's kind of funny to us, but then someone else finds it funny for some reason. Like just the way we're saying it, and this way we're dying of laughter. Like all of a sudden they start saying it to their friends or they start saying it to us and then they get in on the joke and then other people start getting in on that joke. And so it kind of expands from there from what was maybe like say a, uh, a internal joke is now a say shared joke beyond, among people. And I think a good real world example of that, maybe not like so personal, but uh, you know the whole Leroy Jenkins things? Leroy Jenkins? Oh yeah. So... so for people who don't know, there was a water Warcraft thing a while back, and this guy, uh, this clan was doing like a raid, and one of the guys is kind of like went in there, guns blazing while they were on the planning, and uh, it's just like Leroy Jenkins, and you know just just watch the video essentially. But the important thing from this is that Leroy Jenkins, you know, people yelling that or just saying it became a meme. People started copying it everywhere. And it got super popular. And then it got so popular to the point that people who didn't know what the meme was from were copying it. Point, point in case, uh, I had a employee at my previous job and she had quoted Leroy Jenkins a couple times. And I was surprised she knew what it was, so I talked to her. And she's like, wait, I don't really actually know what it's from. It's just kind of funny. And I'm like, well, it's from World of Warcraft. And she's like, oh, that's lame. So, so at a certain, at a certain I, feel like, I feel like there's an important distinction to be made here between an inside joke and a meme. Because I don't think that you can say that something's a meme if it's just a joke between two people. Maybe on the technical definition of meme when you're talking about genetics and you're talking about just the replication of anything... Yes, it's a meme, but I think that there's now in culture, meme has taken on a second uh, definition that would supersede just inside jokes. And I'm trying to figure out where is that line? When does something stop being an inside joke or a joke and start becoming a meme? How did the chicken cross the road? 
to get to the other side. That's a joke. Everybody knows it. It's been duplicated. It's been replicated. It's been mutated. And I think it's been memefied in some ways, but I don't think in and of itself it's a meme. Meme means kind of like successful. So like when you talk about a something being a meme, you're trying to say it's a successful meme because you don't talk about memes that aren't successful because they're not memes yet. Like, like that's kind of like the colloquial kind of uh, de- definition for meme. Like we imply success or that's being propagated well enough into the some sort of population within the usage of the word. But on a more technical level, I think that meme is just anything that replicates on its own. And in the case of has the chicken crossed the road or why did the chicken cross the road? Yeah, why did the chicken mm-hmm. cross the road? Yep. That is certainly a meme because it's something which is self-propagated over time. Now, if you want to get like super technical here, I think you would define a meme by something which is self-propagating in that uh, it's not necessarily... In, in that it, it has propagated over time on it's the basis of its own merit or its own being. It's it's not something which is just propagating because of some sort of programming. So, like, imagine there was, like, a website which kind of, like, said, uh, has cheeseburger can hive or something like that. I don't even know what I just said. But if there's a website just kind of saying that over and over again, you know, on a page... You know, certainly that's something which is replicating over and over again, but it's not a meme because it's not spreading across the general human population. Like, it's, it's just kind of doing its own thing. It's kind of isolated. In the same way, you know, inside jokes like that, they're kind of isolated between two people. And where we just kind of, like, decide the success of a meme is where it propagates to the general, pop- general population. And in the case of has the chicken... Why did the why did the chicken cross the road? It's kind of propagated across civilization. I don't know. I feel like there's something different about memes in general. Internet memes that disclude things like like classic jokes, no matter how ingrained in culture they are. Like if everybody knows, uh, call me Ishmael. Whether and and I think there's. Uh, yeah, if, if everybody knows, like, a quote from something famous, I don't think that necessarily makes it a meme just because everybody knows it. It wouldn't make it an internet meme. So if you want to, like, specify internet meme in there, then internet memes are generated from the internet. Uh, I, I think that's the distinction there. Like, you can talk about memes in general, and quotes are memes in general. But if you want to talk about internet memes, it wouldn't be an internet meme. Like, uh, let's say... I think therefore I am. That's not an internet meme because that came from Rene Descartes back in the day. Now, it could become an internet meme if it's paired with something else that and the place of origin and the most common place of um, instance of it existing is on the internet. And I think that's a really important distinction to make that outside of the internet, the application is much less used and uh, and it's much less effective. Can you can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So, who outside of the internet you says like uh, let's go with some classic memes like uh, I can has cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who does that is it's cringy. Like there's no way you can say that and not be cringy. Is that correct? 
I mean, yeah, but it's slightly because the meme is dead. Oh, okay. We do need to come back to meme life cycles for sure. But so you think that, okay, so is there a meme that you can think of that does have application in everyday life more than it has application on the internet? Uh, well, I can think of one that has equal application. I mean, this is a bit older as well, so it's kind of out of style, but uh, I'll I come up with two examples, and this is with word usage. So, like a few years ago, it's big to call your uh, sniffing other bay. You'd say, my bay is so cool. My I love my bay. And so this was popular in you know, kind of social circumstances. I heard it a lot, like myself. But then there's also a counter to that, where people would criticize people using Bay. So there's the meme and the counter meme, and the counter meme was often online. So people were making fun of people saying Bay, and then people started doing that in real life as well. So kind of real life was influenced by uh, the internet meme, or maybe they kind of intersect in general, but that is a good example so bay so it's um internet meme that took place in real life because that originated on the internet with people just being too lazy to say baby and the other one's fire and i understand like fire kind of came from uh african-american culture or whatever but it got popular online because people were saying this shit is fire you know it's kind of copying that and then we went from online to the general kind of culture. Now, maybe you could say music was also another vehicle for that, but music is often generated through online, uh, is often displayed online, like say YouTube and Spotify, and people comment on it and use little like GIFs and memes to kind of put little parts of a song and say, this is fire. So it's got got another example of how the internet and real life kind of come together with memes. I mean, I, I I feel like something like a like a single word isn't a meme either. Like as much, I, I don't I don't know. I feel like like something has to originate and be be of the internet to be an internet meme. Uh, like fam, to be a meme, what's that? Fam, fam is another one. Like uh, like hey fam, like like it's it's kind of done sertonically now because like that that's slang, dude. That's not memes. You're just taking. You're saying a word and saying that it's a meme, but it's not. It's it's a word. That's like being like, like that's a meme. That's an internet meme. L- the saying like because people say it. Like that. That's not what makes it a meme. Well, what makes it a meme is the context in which it's used as well. So the term "fam" is used in a context where it kind of sounds cringy. Like people are using it to kind of invoke a cringy kind of thing. And that's kind of the meme, is to use fam at the end of a sentence to kind of make it cringy. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just going to agree to disagree with you on that. But you touched with on the life cycle of memes. Is a meme ever truly dead? Yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, when nobody remembers it or where it's like propagated so slowly that uh, no one remembers that they forgot it. No one remembers that they forgot it. But if like a, I can, a meme, a meme will always come back around. Like a, a true meme, like a good meme, will come back around. I don't think. I mean, yeah, you could say a good meme will come back around, but you know, it, it's like there's plenty of memes that don't come back around. Like, 
uh, Lolcats, I mean, for the most part, aren't going to ever be revived. Not, not because... You're, you're dumb. They never died. Lolcats are still... Nathan, I'm going to send you a picture right now of what propagated this entire conversation. And it is the same... It's, it's, a, it's a Lolcat for 2018. It's the same it's the same idea. It's cats with words and stupid shit. And people still do like doggo and stuff like that. Like that's all old stuff that's still around. I don't think lol cats will ever go away as a as like image macros or things like that. Now the difference and and another thing that I want to to touch on is the progression of memes and meme culture in that memes used to be very very simple you're talking image macros you're talking on image with words on it and that's it and now they've progressed to being like they've they've transcended they've they've broken past the past the the dimensions of of the physical world and have now broken into the fourth dimension Okay, you lost me at the fourth dimension, so I'm going to have you explain that, but I just want to respond to you real quick. So, doggo, that's a meme right there. So that's a word-based meme. People are using it sardonically, but also they're using it literally because there's a whole, like, uh, counterculture meme with that, or counter-meme. Uh, the other thing is, wildcats do exist in the way today, but they exist in the same way that uh, Homo erectus existed in the past. It's not the same species anymore. Like you said, it's progressed. It's evolved. So it's evolved to such a point where lolcats are no longer lolcats. They are something completely different. And you can trace their ancestry back to lolcats, but they're not lolcats anymore. You could say the same thing about like Pepe, Pepe the Frog. It started out as like a, just a feels good man kind of thing. Like it, it was a completely different meme way back in the day. Nowadays, Pepe is so much different than it actually was that it's not even the same meme. It has a different meaning, different context, different everything. Mm. So the familiar becomes unfamiliar. It, 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 I guess, you, but I'd say more that the meme changes so much, it modifies itself over time. It mutates to such a degree where it's just not the same. Like It just changes completely. And that is where my claim of fourth dimensional memes comes in because the progression and change uh, over time adds time into the element of the meme itself, therefore breaking through the third dimension into the fourth time. And we're not going to have an argument right now, Nathan, about time not being the fourth dimension. Oh, time is the fourth dimension, but I'm just confused what the other three dimensions are. Okay, so technically memes are three-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> you have X, Y, and time. <laughs> okay. What is X, that's, X, Y? That's right? the fourth dimension is time. <laughs> First dimension, X. Second dimension, Y. Fourth dimension, time. <laughs> Third dimension, profit? <laughs> So, so, so my claim here is that the progression of memes, and and this goes in two different directions too. The progressions of memes in general of Pepe the Frog becoming the rarest Pepe. That's 
that is a progression that that is a meme over time that is a fourth dimensional meme but within a meme itself like this piece of crap that i sent you a picture of a cat sleeping a picture of a cat in a hat and then a picture close up picture of a cat with his eyes closed and it says he rest he dressed but most importantly he hope you not be stressed and it's arguably the worst meme i've ever looked at with my human eyes and it progresses it has a a, a storyline it's it's a it's a whole complete thing and and there that's pretty common now to have three four panels it's like a comic strip just as a meme you have those ones where like the the mind progressively gets more transcendent from something normal to something mind-blowing um oftentimes ironically and those are those you experience the meme over time mm-hmm so is the what's the claim exactly with the experience is is that to do with the perception of the meme like how does that change it or it adds a dimension Mm -hmm. Uh, my my claim the simple claim that is in irrefutable absolutely inescapable is that memes are fourth dimensional uh well if you want to define them as fourth dimensional that's fine uh I'm not sure if that Irrefutable. term is accurate, but I, I will say that the way that the enjoyment of a meme or the perception of a meme is often based in the time perception of it or the the observance of the meme over time. Like, I can think of memes that I saw to begin with and I thought they were dumb, but then they just kept on changing and modifying and getting better and better and better. And it's kind of like, okay, I can get this. I I get listen and then they get Rick Astley performing at the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade that was the first fourth dimensional meme because Rick Astley is three-dimensional and the entire song was over time through that parade that it was a fourth dimensional meme so a point with that is I'm not even sure if that was technically a Rickroll but this is also to do with how memes change over time with their context because initially, I mean, Rick Roll came from Duck Roll, and Duck Roll was like you post an image of like a duck rolling or something like that. I don't know. It's kind of strange. But essentially, you'd say, oh, Halo is coming out. Uh, aren't you? Halo, Halo 2 is coming out. Aren't you excited? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Here's a new trailer. And then you'd show him a picture of Duck Roll. And then Duck Roll became Rick Roll. Show him a video of Rick Astley saying, uh, never going to give you up. And then. It kind of modified because when that meme went kind of uh, when that meme came to more popular culture and kind of left the internet culture, people thought the meme was just to post a picture, was just to post the video of Rick Astley without any context. Like in high school, there's people just showing me the video, like like hey, watch this, and it would be never gonna give you up. And it's like um, okay, ha, you got Rickrolled. Well, no, there's there's no like build up there. You didn't like tell me something I wanted to see, like say uh, deception is imperative to Rick Rolling. But in the popular culture, it became not imperative because the popular culture then thought the meme was just posting Rick Roll, and that's evidenced by the Macy's Day Parade. There's no like build up to that. It's just unexpected. Well, there is if Rick Ashley replaced the final float. Every year at the Macy's Parade is 
is Santa Claus. And if it was Rick Astley coming out of the chimney instead, that would have been a Rickroll. Yeah, that would have been a Rickroll, yeah. And that, Macy's, this is why you went bankrupt. (laughs) Stop blaming millennials. Start looking in the goddamn mirror. You missed your shot. You had one chance to endear yourself to us, and you wasted it. Misunderstand my culture. You know, like, would really Rickroll me, though? Like, this is like the ultimate Rickroll for me, so never do it. Let's imagine that you told me that there was a porno of Dito Angel and Aubrey Plaza, and I was going at it, and you said you had the video on your phone, and then you got me, like, you know, all ready to see it, and then you show me the video, and it's Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up. That would Rick, Rick Astley and Aubrey Plaza just going at it. I mean, that wouldn't be so bad, to be honest. You just want to see Aubrey Plaza naked. Understood. <laughs> it's it. very true. So at so at your at your wedding, you're waiting at the altar. You come down, you greet everybody, you're waiting at the altar. And then just when the music is supposed to kick in for your bride to come down to here comes the bride, is do 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 and then Rick Ashley comes out. We're no strangers to love. <laughs> would that be <laughs> Would that be the ultimate Rick Roll? That would be incredible. He that... comes out in the same gown your wife was going to wear. <laughs> and then you guys legally get married. Because obviously you have to at that point. I mean, it's not really a choice. <laughs> so, I listen. This is... Memes are fourth dimension. Oh, wait. Hold on. Can we... How much of Rick Astley's Rick Roll... That's not the name of the song. How much of, of Rick Astley's hit the single Never Gonna Give You Up can we play at the beginning of this without violating copyright? Um, Five seconds. All right. Can we pop in five, the first five seconds of Rick Astley at the beginning of this episode? Entirely episode. Memes are fourth dimensional? Question mark. That way we immediately recall everybody. Is, is that Rickrolling, though? Because, I, I mean, I guess they're expecting the podcast, but uh, they're expecting, that. hey, Peppin. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, what if I say, hey, Peppin, and then it Rickrolls them? Uh, I mean, I guess they're expecting me, but are they, like, excited for me? I mean, maybe. Maybe some people Wait, are. wait, wait. Excitement is not imperative. I mean, it's anticipation, and, like... No, I think I think curiosity, maybe... Uh, I saw a video today of somebody, um, some high school kid. There was a QR code on like the side of a whatever, and in his school, and he scanned the QR code, and it went to Rick Astley. Never going to give you up. That's a Rickroll. He wasn't excited to scan the QR code. He had no expectation. All he all he did was go to something that brought him to that without him knowing that that's what it was going to bring him to. I still think that's being wrinkled. I don't know, because it's, it's like, where's the context there? Because I don't think it fits the context exactly, because it's, someone might think it's more of an audio glitch than anything, whereas, like, if we're going to say, like, okay, let's play this clip of uh, Steven getting beaten by a wooden hammer on stilts. I mean, then you play Rickroll, then that's, you know, kind of a Rickroll. Cause Wait, am I on stilts or is the wooden hammer on stilts? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the wooden hammer would need to be on stilts to get up high enough to beat me out. I, I, I suppose so. 
Well, you're not that tall. But hey, Nate, can you rate that awful cat meme I sent to you? Like, is that the worst meme you've ever seen? Well, I mean, it's not meant to be funny. It's just like an ah meme. Like, like it, this is where we disagree as well. It's like uh, there's the subreddit da or ah, where it's just you know cute pictures of pets, and then those pictures of pets replicate all over the place, and then sometimes you have image captions, and this is just a ah meme with an image caption there. I mean, it's dumb, it, but it's not supposed to be funny. It's just kind of like, you know, it's, it's hey, like how a, come cats in America? And cats in Japan have the same eyes, but people are, have different eyes. Um, I'm not exactly certain why there is that difference, like why we evolve differently in that aspect. I know that people in Japan, like not all of them, but a lot of them, they don't have any uh, body odor because they have this genetic mutation. I mean, probably not a whole load of them, but there's some mutation over there where a lot of them don't have any body odor, uh, and there's other factors too. So I don't, I don't know why we evolved differently in that way. Sorry, that 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 completely derailed us. I didn't mean to do that. I have a whole hypothesis about like uh, penis size, which we could go into sometime. If you know what I mean. I I definitely want to go into that, and we can talk about it. Is that docking? <laughs> let's let's dock that conversation for later. So memes are fourth dimensional. That's a fact, and uh, it's irrefutable. Well, I think I'll have to accept it. Uh, I think I think we disagree about the definitions and everything, but I think your point that memes are perceived over time, and the meme has like a meta meme to it, where. It's like the meme changing in certain ways is kind of a meme in itself. The the <laughs> okay, yep. Well, I'm really glad that that awful awful meme drove me to understand that memes are fourth dimensional. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know what else I'm really glad about? Dogs. The people who donate to us on our Patreon. Ooh, I love them too. Or the people who follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash we need to talk show. Of course, we have a website, we need to talk show.com. And we also have a Twitter. We post stuff there, twitter.com slash WNTT1. And also, we're on a podcast network. The podcast network is Podcast NH. It's a great website. There's plenty of other shows on there, like Shit Happens When You Party Naked, the Behavior Observation Podcast, and also the podcast. With Derek. <laughs> Blaze experience, absolutely. Hey, there's um I've actually been been doing some side work on one, another podcast on the network. It's called I Don't Know Radio 109.1 WIDK. Check them out in the mornings, or if your radio doesn't go that high, as most of them don't, check them out on wherever you get podcasts. I don't know radio. I do some commercials for them, and I've also I'm a guest star on that show once. Just that one time. Is W-I-D-K, like, what? I don't know. Sure. That's, is, is that the previous? That's yeah, the okay. one. It's I don't know radio is technically what it is. But with that said, that's actually arguably my favorite podcast uh, out out there. Like, I'm more excited to listen to that one than any other. And I'm really sorry to all the other shows that I've said are my favorite because I think this one actually is. 
You know what else I don't know? What don't you know? When will I talk next? Where's the thread for that? <laughs> oh, Nate, we need to talk. Oh, Nate, we need to talk. I don't get it. Do you have a better um, outro? No, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't shit on yours. <laughs> you know what I don't know? What, Steve? <laughs> what don't you know, Steve? When we're going to talk next. Steve, we need to talk. See how shitty that was, Nate? <laughs> it was a good attempt. It was better than I came up with, which was just to repeat yours. Uh, do you know what I need to attempt, Steve? What do you need to attempt? Talking, because we need to talk. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> We're so sorry, everybody. Nathan says he's never going to give you up, but he'll probably let you down. So do we. And that's why we think you love three-player co-op. Three-player co-op is a podcast where people talk about games, discuss life, and have fun. You can find them at tpcnetwork.com.